okay. This is Walt Disney's Mickey Mouse and His Spaceship by Jane Werner and read by I don't particularly do great voices for Donald Duck, but I'll try. You ready? Okay. Listen to this, said Mickey Mouse as he read from the evening paper. Big contest, $50,000 prize for the first round trip to moon. Oh, Mickey, cried Minnie Mouse. Think how dangerous it would be. Think how wonderful it could be, cried Mickey. I hope Donald Duck and I can get our spaceship finished in time. Mickey and Donald sped up the work on their spaceship. They were building it in an old factory at the edge of town. Be sure not to mention this to anyone, Donald, Mickey said in a serious tone. There will be plenty of people trying to get that prize. Donald promised, but he ran into Goofy the very next day. Coming to my birthday party next week? Asked Goofy. I don't know, said Donald smugly. I might be on my way to the moon then. Donald didn't notice the tough looking fellow nearby, Peg Leg Pete had heard everything. He slyly followed Donald to the factory and saw the spaceship that Donald and Mickey were working on. Mickey and Donald worked day and night checking their instruments and launching gear and finally laying in supplies. At last, everything was in order. Tomorrow's the big day, said Mickey. We'll need a good night's sleep tonight. So they locked the doors and went home. As soon as they were out of sight, Pegleg Pete went to work. In a moment, he had broken the lock and opened the doors. After another few moments, he was pushing the precious spaceship out into the night where a big truck waited. Seems like he's stealing it, isn't it? Is that right or is that wrong? Oh, yeah, that's wrong. In the morning, Mickey, or Minnie and Daisy Duck drove the boys out for their secret takeoff. And the spaceship was gone. Mickey and Donald were angry. Look at these prints, shouted Donald. One shoe print and one hole. It's Peg Lake Pete. He better not take off, said Mickey. He doesn't know our secret invention for reversing the rockets to get back. And our spacesuits will be too small for him when he gets to the moon. It would serve him right, said Donald. No, we've got to stop him and save our ship, said Mickey firmly. So away they sped in the car, following the path of the truck up the twisting mountain road. When they came to a stop on, the, on a hidden flying field, the spaceship 
was standing poised for flight. Pigleg Pete was nowhere to be seen. Let's get in and start it up, cried Donald. He and Mickey quickly climbed aboard. Get out of here before Pigleg comes back, Donald shouted to Daisy and Minnie as they bolted the doors behind them. Minnie and Daisy drove to a nearby field. There, they watched as the spaceship soared and roared into the sky, spitting dust in a swirling cloud. Still no sign of Pegleg, Minnie said. You don't suppose, cried Daisy, that he could be on board the ship. What do you think? That's just where he was. After Mickey and Donald had bolted the doors, Mickey sat down at the controls and twirled a dial to take off. Then Donald pulled back on the rocket release and with an ear-splitting roar, the spaceship lurched forward and they saw Earth dropping away. What the? cried a loud voice. Then a face peered out of the baggage compartment. It was Peg Leg Pete, waving a space gun. What are you trying to do? He roared. Turn this thing around. I've just discovered there's no spacesuit big enough for me on board. We can't reverse the rockets until we get to the moon, explained Mickey Mouse. Then, before Peg Leg Pete could do any harm, Donald whacked him over the head. His heavy body sank to the floor. Well, Donald, that doesn't seem very nice, did it? But it did stop him. Good point. What do we do with him now? Donald asked. Just tie him up, said Mickey, and pack him back with the supplies to keep him from freezing on the moon. We'll have to give him oxygen when we land. When the cold, rocky landscape of the moon loomed up ahead, the two explorers were ready with their spacesuits. With a thump and a bump, the spaceship clanked to a stop. <laughs> we made it, cried Mickey, shaking Donald's hand. Now all we have to do is get back to Earth again. Mickey and Donald knew that Pegleg Pete might freeze on the moon's extreme cold. There wasn't a moment to lose. With a sure touch, they twisted the screws and tightened the bolts of the rocket reverse and hurried back to the ship. Wait, cried Donald at the last minute. With the swing of his screwdriver, he cracked off a chunk of the moon rock and tossed it into the ship before scrambling back in himself. The oxygen's getting low, Mickey cried. It's kept Pete going, but we'll have to get back to Earth super fast or we'll all be done for. With a roar, the rockets started them off. The moon glittered coldly behind them. Mickey bent over the directional finders, his face stern. One slip might mean the end for them all. The spaceship's motion changed. 
gravity was taking hold and through the windows they saw Earth rushing up at them again. They were safe. The home field was coming into view. What a reception awaited them when they unbolted the trusty ship's doors. What a cry went up when the heroes appeared, supporting Pegleg Pete's wobbly form. How did it feel to be on the moon? A TV announcer asked. Fine, said Mickey, grinning broadly. But it's better to be back home. The end.